Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's recap our 12-team Roto salary cap draft next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome to FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Tuesday, March 22nd. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White, and this draft was done using the standard $260 budget for salary cap drafts. And let's take a look at Scott's hitters that he wound up with on this team. No surprise. Salvador Perez and Dalton Varsho as the catchers. Luke Voigt, Jonathan India, Rafael Devers, Javier Baez, Nicky Lopez, and Josh Bell in the infield. And then in the outfield, we've got Avisael Garcia, Teoscar Hernandez, Alex Kirilov, Brian Reynolds, Fernando Tatis, who will hopefully return around June, and then Frank Schwindel in the util spot. Scout, what do you think about this offense on your team? I really like it. I think there's a lot of balance here. I ended up with more stolen bases than I normally do in a, in a standard snake draft. It felt like It felt like they weren't... Stolen bases weren't inflated as much in, in in this particular salary cap draft. I don't know why, and I don't know that you'd expect that to happen in yours. It's it's often that the stolen base guys end up going for too much, but they didn't in this case. Uh, I think my catching tandem there of Salvador Perez and Dalton Varsho is just like a roto like a rotisserie dream. Because obviously I've talked before about how Salvador Perez I think is the best singular advantage you could have at any position. And Dalton Varsho, sounds like he's going to be like the everyday center fielder for the Diamondbacks, making occasional starts at catcher when Carson Kelly needs a day off. And if he's getting that much playing time as a catcher-eligible player, and and by the way, one who steals some bases, I don't know if... I don't know if there's a second catcher I want more than Dalton Varsho. So I, I do like that tandem a lot. The Fernando Tatis pick is interesting. Uh, obviously, I'm hoping he returns in early June rather than late June from wrist surgery and, and is back to being his normal self. That was a $17 bid. And part of the reason I was willing to do it is because the the first-round caliber bats – were the players who most exceeded their projected uh, projected value here. They, they were bid up relative to what I feel like they should have been. And so I didn't get that high-end hitter I wanted. Uh, Rafael Devers is the highest in one I got. So I liked getting Tatis with the idea that at least for, for two-thirds of the season, hopefully, I will have that second elite bat, one who contributes across all five categories. So overall, I'm, I'm really happy with it. All right, let's take a, p- a look at your pitchers here, and you wound up with Zach Wheeler, Adam Wainwright, Pablo Lopez, Noah Syndergaard, Nathan Avaldi, Hugh Darvish, Aaron Savale as your starting pitchers, and then you've got Alex Colome and Andrew Kittredge as two potential closers. Uh, Wheeler could be an ace if he's healthy. Obviously, he's dealing with the shoulder thing, but... What do you think about the pitching the way it turned out here, Scott? I'm pretty happy with it too. Uh, not not quite as happy with my hitting, and that's understandable because uh, my top three pitchers there: Wheeler was 24, Darvish 13, 
Pablo Lopez 12. So that's a combined $49 on my top three starting pitchers. But I think I got good bang for the buck pitchers there. I mean, Darvish, he looked awesome in his first spring start, and, and we know what kind of potential he has. I think if you're going to go a little light on aces, he's he's a, a good pick in this format because even if he does struggle, you know the strikeouts are going to be there, and strikeouts are, are what you're going to be chasing the most if you go light at starting pitcher. Uh, I, I also think Pablo Lopez, for however long he's healthy, is basically going to perform like an ace. Adam Wainwright as my fourth option there for only $7. He was a top 10 pitcher in this format last year and was just as good in the pandemic short in 2020 season. So obviously some risk there, but I think I think the upside, uh, I, I think if, if you're going to go light at starting pitcher, those a group like that has the sort of upside to justify it. And, uh, you know, in addition to the two closer candidates you mentioned, Kittredge and Colome, I got a few others in the reserve rounds, too. I got Chris Stratton of the Pirates, Robert Suarez of the Padres. Uh, so there are a few there. I, I've given I've 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 hedged my bet and given myself a chance to compete in saves. All right, let's wrap up here. Scott, 30 seconds or less favorite bids. Which ones do you like most? So I, I think the Darvish bid at 13 was one of the better ones. I, I like Tatis at 17, just in a shallower league like this. It, it's worth going all in for the upside. Javier Baez at 15, that was one of those. How do I get a potential steals guys like that? Like Why is his value not being pushed up? And of course, he's versatile second base and shortstop. Um yeah, I, those would probably be among my favorite ones. Brian Reynolds at 16 seemed like a pretty good price. Alex Kirilov at $3 late. I like the upside there. I, I like swooping in with that 2 or $3 bid uh, when everybody has just a few dollars left, really, really going for whatever upside guys happen to be left, and that's what I did with him. All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.